Everyone's favorite genetically modified clones are back with season two of Disney Plus's Bad Batch. And this brand new season kicks off with two episodes that are booked in with an interesting conversation about how certain de decisions that were made in season one have led to a very difficult lifestyle at the opening of season two. Today on Geek Devotions, we're gonna talk about that. Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to Geek Devotions, a show from Devoted Geeks. who are devoted to letting you know your loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad you guys have hit the play button. If you're new to our show, we take geek pop culture albums like movies, video games, and comic books, and we use them to let you know your loved. So if you don't watch past this moment, know this. We love you. We care about you. There is a plan and a purpose for your life. Don't give up. Before we get too deep into this episode, I do want to give a special thank you to Miss Dean Alford for the fantastic article that she wrote about Geek Devotions for the Sin Was a God News website. If you guys want to read that article or my response to it, check out the links down below. As I said in my intro, ladies and gentlemen, we're diving into season two of Bad Batch. I'm excited. I loved season one. I'm excited to see what they do with season two. But like I said also, this particular series, or the season rather, opens up with a conversation that bookends the first two episodes. In the first episode, uh, Omega overhears Echo talking with Hunter about something interesting, and he reveals that they're having some very difficult times, and these times are directly linked to the fact that they made a very difficult decision in the first season, rescuing Omega. This bothers Omega throughout the entirety of these first two episodes, and she finds herself trying to do more than she should to try to make life easier, to make life better for her brothers. At the end of the episode, there's a conversation between her and Echo, and she reveals she overheard what he had to say. At which point he says something very clear to her that is, to me, the best thing you can say, and that simply is this. Sometimes doing the right thing isn't always the easiest. For them, rescuing Omega was not an option. It was the right thing to do. They needed to rescue their sister. Is life easy afterwards? No, not necessarily, but it was still the right thing to do. We live in a society that unfortunately, more times than not, believe that the right thing to do should always be the easiest thing to do or the thing that makes you feel the best. But that's not the case. Oftentimes, the right thing is the probably the most difficult thing. The right thing could lead to difficult times down the road. Don't get me wrong, I understand why we would believe that the right thing is the easiest thing because by nature, we want to have a nice, chilled and easy life. We don't wanna go through hardships, but sometimes the easy path is not the right path. The easy path can sometimes actually be more detrimental in the long run. Whereas if you did the right thing in the first place, while yes, it will be difficult at first, it leads to greater things beyond that point to greater blessings to a better return as a husband as a man as a christian i have to make difficult decisions on a regular basis and i have to make the correct decision i have to make the right decision for my household for my family for those who i lead on a regular basis and it's not always easy it there's often some some rub against it but i know that there are things i'm doing because i see things beyond what I, i'm living right now and it's difficult. There are people in my life that they don't understand the decisions I make sometimes. And that's okay, because I know that the decision I'm making today is right. If I've been praying about it, obviously, and seeking the Lord about it, I know if I know that it's right, that it's what God wants, that at the end of the day, it will be best, not just for me, but for everyone involved. And that's something that we have to keep in mind. The right decision is not just about ourselves, but about the greater good, about the greater 
uh, in in our end game of the situation. In the book of First Peter, Peter's writing to a group of individuals who are going through very difficult times. They're struggling to do the right thing because when they do the right thing, they're confronted and called out for it and, and they're put down for doing these things. And Peter gives these words of encouragement in chapter 3. Starting in verse 13, it says this, Who is going to harm you if you are eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Do not fear their threats. Do not be frightened. Jumping down to verse 18. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteousness for the unrighteous to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. Here, Peter is reminding the church that, look, you're going through hard things and it's difficult. Yes, but think about the greater good because you are doing the right thing. Jesus suffered severe things. He did not have an easy life. He suffered things that were unimaginable, but he did it for a greater reason, to bring hope and peace to those around him. You doing the right thing may not be popular. But if it is the right thing, if it's genuinely what God has called you to do, at the end of the day, there will be a greater blessing and a greater hope because God's hand will be upon it. Question of the day, leave a comment down in the chat. Tell us a story about when you had to make a difficult decision, but it was the right thing to do and how that played out. Leave a comment down below and let us know. We wanna hear your stories because that will help to encourage and inspire other people to also do the right thing at the right time. Once again, I wanna say thank you to Ms. Dean Alford for writing the article about Geek Devotions for the Assemblies of God website. And I wanna thank the Assemblies of God for giving us the opportunity to show them what we do here at Geek Devotions. On top of that, I want to thank the team that have surrounded Celeste and I. We have a group of individuals who have come together, that have volunteered to help us to accomplish the mission that God's put before us. We have a team of writers and podcasters and artists who help us to create content on a weekly basis designed to encourage people and let them know that they're loved, they're cared for, and there's a plan and a purpose for their lives. And so thank you guys so much to that team. And thank you especially to our devoted Patreon geeks. These are people who help support us financially on a month-to-month -month basis for as little as a dollar a month. And if you would like to become a devoted Patreon geek, visit our website, geekdevotions.com. Click the support page where you can see the various ways that you can help support what we do here. Lastly, I want to invite you guys to check out all of our social media platforms. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. We're on Discord. We're on Twitch. Come be part of what Geek Devotions is doing. Be part of our community take part in the in the lives of these other devoted geeks pray with each other encourage each other geek out about different things why because that's what the body of christ is for and that's what we do here at geek devotions we geek out and love each other so that being said ladies and gentlemen until next time stay devoted peace and love